As we head towards 2024, the questions asked, where is your average Democrat currently at in terms of political ideology? Plus, how can the right stand against arguments from the left? We're going to discuss that all and more on today's episode. So with that being said, on to the show. Instead of focusing on winning arguments, we're teaching the basic fundamentals of sales and marketing and how we can use them to win in the world of politics, teaching you how to meet people where they're at on the issues they care about. Welcome to The Brian Nichols Show. Well, hey there, folks. Brian Nichols here on The Brian Nichols Show. Thank you for joining us on, of course, another fun-filled episode. I am, as always, your humble host, joining you live from our BNC studios here in lovely eastern Indiana. Joining me once again the one, the only, Clay Clark. Welcome back to the Brian Nichols Show. Hey, I really do appreciate you carving out time for me to be here with you, and, and hopefully we can uh, drop some knowledge bombs on your listeners that they did not previously know. Fantastic, Clay. Looking forward to digging into uh, all all exciting things today in the world of politics. Now, last time you were on the show, back I think it was about a month or so ago, you and Aaron were on the program, and we, we discussed the movements, right, the movements of the conservatives. But today I want to focus predominantly on the left. Where Where is the average leftist? Where is the average Democrat today? And frankly, let's talk about this from a conservative, libertarian, big L libertarian, small L libertarian, whatever it may be, approach to dealing with some of the claims, the arguments, and the approaches, frankly, that we see being brought to us by our friends there on the left. So, uh, Clay, where do you want to start? Well, on the left, uh, back to that idea, I've got a little clip I want to play for you here. Yeah. You know, you talk about left, uh, you talk about liberal, you talk about uh, secular humanists, you talk about, you know, that's kind of the world. You talk about academia, you talk about the word progressive, these are the words you use. Well, the, the world's leading best-selling author for progressive, the most consumed author, uh, the most read author, of the progressives, of the uh, liberals, of the academia. Uh, that would be Yuval Noah Harari, mm. who is praised by Obama, Zuckerberg, and Gates. So let's just hear what he has to say, because he's the top-selling author right now for the left. Humans are now hackable animals. You know, the, the whole idea that humans have, you know, this, they, they have this soul or spirit and they have free will and nobody knows what's happening inside me. So whatever I choose, whether in the election or whether in the supermarket, this is my free will, that's over. Free will, that's over. That's over. Over. Today, we have the technology to hack human beings on a massive scale. Yeah, I mean, everything is being digitalized. Everything is being monitored. In this time of crisis, you have to follow science. It's often said that you should never allow a good crisis to go to waste because a crisis is an opportunity to also do good reforms that in normal times people will never agree to. But in a crisis, you see we have no chance. So so, so let's do it. Holy crap. I think maybe in a couple of decades when people look back, the thing they will remember from the COVID crisis is this is the moment when everything went digital. And if this, is, this was the moment when every, everything became monitored, that we agreed to be surveyed all, all the time, not just in authoritarian machines, but even in democracies. And maybe most importantly at all, this was the moment when surveillance started going under the skin. Holy crap! This, perhaps, is going to be the biggest question in 21st century economics and politics. What to do 
with billions of useless humans. Thank you. Holy crap. That's where they're at. This is the mindset of the left. This is what they're actually saying. I'm not saying this. This is what they're saying. Get a better Get James a better Bond villain, right? I mean, like, my God, this guy, I, it, I don't know. Like, I, I don't want to come across as saying that this is indicative of everybody left of center, but this is what's being discussed by, dare I say, like, establishment figures in these respective movements. So, I mean, what what's what's the discrepancy? Why, why is the average Democratic voter allowing this to be where their their leadership actually is at. Well, I'll just uh, I'll just tell you my life here. So let's look at the Bible. It says here, uh, says for 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 the, says for the fear of the Lord, for the fear of the Lord. I'm gonna pull this up here because I don't want to misquote the Bible. Proverbs nine ten. Proverbs nine ten reads, "For the fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom, and the knowledge of the holy is understanding." So that's Proverbs nine ten, and I, and I just don't know that um, you, I, we, us, I don't know that we truly have a healthy fear of the Lord to the extent that we should. I mean, Proverbs nine ten again, it says here, the fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom and the knowledge of the holy is understanding. So I, I, I just think that a lot of times what happens is, is you have people that don't fear God, right? And they have no moral boundaries, and therefore, they don't have any moral boundaries, and so they begin to do weird stuff. So as an example, you know, Elon Musk, as an example, he keeps being asked right now, you know, what is the vision of Neuralink? You know, what, what is the vision? Now, Elon Musk is a unique cat because he's in favor of free speech, and he says there's two genders. So people on the right like him. People on the left like him. Now, the only people that are bothered by these statements he makes are people that fear God. So listen to what he just said. Firstly, can you explain what Neuralink is and what the goal of it is? Uh, we put a, a chip in your brain to control your mind. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Concerns not alleviated. Yeah, there you go. Um, <laughs> jump right in. Yeah. Step right up. Who wants one? The second application would be restoration of eyesight. So if somebody's got, uh, gone completely blind, maybe even has lost the optic nerve, um, you can actually still... So, you know, he's talking about putting a chip in your in your head. Casual. And we're going, uh, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. You know, because Elon Musk is in favor of two genders. Uh, he clearly doesn't fear God, but you know what? This guy, I mean, he's in favor of free speech, so let's let's put a chip in our head. And now you have to start to see, Brian, you start again, you see academia and the left. That you know, this would be like uh, organizations like the FDA. Mm -hmm. The mm -hmm. FDA is now saying, hey, you know, Elon Musk, you, you, here's the deal, Elon, we want you to know this. It's not safe for the average far, uh, average doctor, local doctor, to put uh, you know hydroxychloroquine in a patient to save their life. But it is okay for you to put a chip in their head. Listen to this. Elon Musk's brain implant company Neuralink said on Thursday it had been given a green light from the U.S. FDA to kickstart its first in-human clinical study. It's a critical milestone for Neuralink after earlier struggles to gain approval. We're confident that it is possible to restore full body functionality. Musk believes brain implants could cure a range of conditions, including obesity, autism, depression, and schizophrenia. Now, schizophrenia is also known as a mental disorder where you have a detachment from reality. 
So you understand that people that have a detachment from reality as defined by progressives are now having justification to put an FDA-approved chip in your head. <laughs> Clay, I mean, this is where they want to go. I, I, I just, um, like, you, you couldn't write better science fiction, right? Like, if, if, you're, if you're trying to sit down with someone and map out a science fiction story, this sounds way more, like, out there than what you could possibly sit down and, and write in a script. And yet it's happening in real life. So I guess the, the good question for us is, what can we do in trying to, to fight back? Right? If, if the folks who look at this and they say, no, this isn't the best way for us to move forward, uh, what should they be doing? What should they be looking to do, whether it's policy, whether it's socially, culturally, or something in between? Uh, well, I think uh, a couple of things, and I, I'll just kind of start in the home. Um, you know, a lot of times in the, in the Bible, it tells us, um, you know, what to do. And then I don't know that we sometimes follow what the Bible says to do. So, um, you know, it's uh, James 4.17 says, Therefore, to him that knoweth to do good and doeth it not, to him it is sin. Um, so we, as as Christians or believers or people that want to save this republic, I think we need to read the Bible more and practice what it says more. I think that's that's where we need to start. You know, we need to be the light in the darkness, if that makes any sense. We need to be um, a, a positive example of what uh, healthy marriages look like, of what it looks like to uh, honor your business uh, deal dealings, what it's like to um, do what you say you're going to do, what it's like to honor your father and mother, what it's like to, you know, we, we need to actually follow God's principles so that we can uh, be a clear contrast to the godless values that the world throws at us. Okay. Uh, so that would be, that'd be one. Um, second is I think we need, need to know what the word of God says, because you're going to start to see now this pushing that this, there's going to be an agenda. You're going to start to see this, this agenda being pushed that we shouldn't eat meat, that we really should abstain from eating meat. You're going to start to see this. We should abstain from eating meat. You're going to see this idea that, uh, you know, the, the marriage as defined by a, a, between a being between a man and a woman, that that somehow is wrong. You're going to start to see these sort of things being pushed. And I think if you don't know the word of God, you don't see how these things relate to what's going on. So this is Yuval Noah Harari, again, encouraging people not to eat meat. I refrain from eating meat, uh, not because I think it will prolong my life, but because it prolongs the life of the chickens and the cows, whatever. My job as a public intellectual is not just to speak up, it's also to be heard. And uh, to be heard, you need. Okay, so you know, if you read, if you know the Bible, First Timothy chapter uh, four, you would know the following to be true. But if you don't know the Bible, it'd be hard to know these things. Here we go. Now the Spirit speaketh expressly that in the latter times some shall depart from the faith, giving heed to seducing spirits and doctrines of devils, speaking lies in hypocrisy, having their conscience seared with a hot iron, forbidding to marry and commanding to abstain from meats which God hath created to be received with thanksgiving of them which believe and know the truth. For every creature of God is good, and nothing to be refused if it be received with thanksgiving. So, you know, if you read the Bible and you know First Timothy chapter uh, 4, uh, you know, you would say, oh, well, okay, this guy doesn't want us to get married. You've all know Harari. This guy wants us to abstain from eating meat. Okay, this guy rejects the God of his fathers. Okay, that's like the Antichrist spirit. 
But if you don't know the gospel, you you go, you know, I, I don't really know if this is right or wrong. There's confusion. And so I think we need to read the gospel and really know what it says. That, that would be like my, my first call to action. Um, second call to action is, you know, Brazil, Russia, India, China, South Africa, they are in the process of introducing a new gold-backed programmable central bank digital currency. This technology, this, this currency that's being created is designed to end economic freedom. And so I don't know that most of your listeners know this. Maybe your listeners do. Maybe your listeners are the most wide awake people on the planet, and maybe other people are, are not aware of this. But what's happening is they're talking about introducing a new form of currency, which would basically make it impossible to um, speak out against the the corruption you know, where you you couldn't speak out because your money could be turned off or it's called a chinese social credit score so this is rick rule a top financial uh, expert uh who appeared on the show the stansbury research show on july 19th 2023 and was asked a question on this it's not a political show she says to him what will happen you know if we allow central bank digital currencies to be introduced and this is what he said out loud folks obviously if you c- contract cancer uh, that is of more concern to you than central bank digital currencies. But I actually do believe that the potential impact on humankind from a central bank digital currency uh, could and would be worse than the cumulative impact of cancer uh, on humankind. The idea that governments, which from my point of view are too powerful and too inclined to war and too inclined to abuse today, would have a tool that would allow them to eliminate people's savings, people's medium of exchange, people's wealth. If those people didn't behave in the way the big thinkers wanted, is terrifying. The combination uh, of the fairly well-documented social scoring being undertaken now in the People's Republic of China uh, with the ability of central bank digital currencies with built-in features that make them cancelable, is absolutely scary. Remember, not too long ago, Daniela, uh, Prime Minister Trudeau of Canada decided that people who had made uh, contributions to a group that was opposed to him politically, the truckers of Canada, should have their bank accounts, their brokerage accounts, uh, and some of their insurance products So you get the idea. I mean, if that actually goes into effect, Brian, then all of a sudden you can't talk back. You can't argue, you negotiate, you can't uh, do a podcast to share the truth. You you, you can't call a friend and tell them, hey, this is what's going on. You can't have a private conversation because that's called the social credit score. That's the Chinese style social credit score system. And that's already existing in China right now. And Brazil, Russia, India, China, South Africa, they are preparing to introduce a new gold-backed central bank digital currency to remove the U.S. dollar from having any value at all whatsoever. That's 41% of the Earth's population now being joined by Iran, Venezuela, Turkey, these countries have been hoarding the Earth's gold in preparation to introduce a central bank digital currency. And if all the countries that have announced that they want to be a part of BRICS, join BRICS, that would be over 80% of the Earth's population that no longer needs to use the U.S. dollar in any way, shape, or form. And they can now trade with each other without needing to even work with the United States because the U.S., we export virtually uh, nothing 
except for the dollar, and we import almost everything. So we we would be a country that imports virtually everything that doesn't make anything that would be having currency that we use that no one wants. I mean, that's where wow. this is taking us right now. So we really need to wake up our family and friends to what's going on for the central bank digital currencies. And if you want to learn more about it, you just go to time2freeamerica.com. I have a button I made there called CBDC. And if you go there, you can learn more about it. And if you go to the Reawaken America Tour, which is August 25th and 26th, coming up here, August 25th and 26th in Las Vegas, Nevada, you'll see there at that particular event, a lot of the speakers who are speaking at the Reawaken America Tour, Simone Gold, Eric Trump, Don Jr., General Flynn, Cash Patel, you're going to notice a lot of these names are very familiar names. You're going to notice that a lot of these familiar names are starting to talk more often about central bank digital currencies as being the biggest ender of freedom possible. I mean, this is dystopian 1984 kind of stuff here. So I would encourage people, go to time2freeamerica.com. Come join us in Las Vegas, Nevada on August 24th and 25th. I really do believe it'll be an eye-opening event for you. Two things as we go towards our final thoughts here, Clay. Uh, Number one, so we just had Adam O'Brien on the show from uh, bitcoinwell.com. He's from Canada, and he actually had this happen to him where the Trudeau government basically froze his entire bank account, right? And and he had to spend a lot of time trying to get it recovered. He ended up having success there. But, I mean, we just had him on the show to tell his story. And it's horrifying to hear how you could literally have everything just turned off instantaneously like that, right? So uh, that's my number one for my final thought. Number two, and it goes into maybe prompting your final thought with a little bit of a question, and that is trying to get people awake yeah. trying to get the normies to pay attention right we we in in our movement we talk about this stuff all the time um and and we love talking about it because not only do we see the value in what we're trying to talk about and getting people awake but when people do become awake and they they start to get it as well you you, you kind of get that itch right but there's so many people out there who they just don't pay attention so i guess you know with that being said as i wrap my final thought up clay what would you say are some of the best ways we can wake up some of those folks All day, every day. That's pretty much all I do. That's why it's called the Reawaken America Tour. I just share with people facts. You know, I I, I don't do emotional arguments. I, I I don't do that. But and again, you know, it's just facts. I mean, I don't really do feelings very well, but I do facts. So I would just say, if you go to time to freeamerica.com and you click on the central bank digital currency button, the CBDC button, you can see right there on that page. I put all the video clips pertaining to the central bank digital currencies. They're right there for you. You can easily share those. Or if you go to rumble.com today and you do a search on rumble.com for central bank digital currencies, central bank digital currencies, um, you you can look right there. And I've got many, many small format, you know, two-minute clips that I've recorded that you can look at right there that will tell you everything you need to know about the central bank digital currencies in their own words, by the way, you've all know Harari, Klaus Schwab, these individuals explaining how this technology works. It's not me. I would just encourage you to share clips of these nefarious people in their own words, explaining the plan. I mean, Bill Gates says out loud his plans. You've all know Harari says out loud his plans. Klaus Schwab says out loud his plans. I think we should share those plans with the people that we're trying to wake up. Share those plans. Share this shirt. Go ahead, get your now. That's what I call tyranny shirt over at our shop at briannicholshow.com 
forward slash shop with Klaus Schwab, of course, on it for our audio listener. I uh, use code TBNS at checkout for 15% off your order. And yes, of course, support independent businesses as well. And uh, yes, folks, with that being said, we are uh, unfortunately going to have to say uh, goodbye for today's episode. So uh, with that being said, folks, if you enjoyed the episode, please go ahead, give it a share when you do tag yours truly at B Nichols Liberty. Uh, Twitter, x.com, uh, Facebook is where you can find me. Clay, working folks, go ahead and follow you if they want to continue the conversation. Yeah, you just go to time2freeamerica.com, time2freeamerica.com, or go to rumble.com and search for the Thrive Time Show on rumble.com. That's Thrive Time Show. Appreciate your time, Brian. Clay Clark, thanks for joining us. And folks, if you enjoyed the show, please go ahead, give it a share, and also go ahead, find us on YouTube, Rumble, and Ben Swan's Sovereign, S-O-V-R-E-N. Whenever you're there, do us a favor, just hit that subscribe button and little notification bell. So you don't miss a single time we go live. Also, we are a podcast, YouTube Music, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, wherever it is you get your podcast. Podcast, just do yourself a favor, hit download all unplayed episodes of The Brian Nichols Show once you hit that subscribe button and start from episode one all the way to over 750 other episodes here of the program that will leave you educated, enlightened, and informed. That being said, Brian Nichols signing off here on The Brian Nichols Show for Clay Clark. We'll see you next time. Take care. Thanks for listening to The Brian Nichols Show. Find more episodes at briannicholsshow.com.